We believe in functional mental wellness, a holistic approach to mental health. We know that there's hope for those of us who have experienced trauma, even profound trauma, and that's why we created the Universe Is Your Therapist podcast. We believe whether you call it God, the universe, source, unity, or love, that there is something much greater than us that conspires for our good. We envision a world of healing and connection, and we teach you simple but powerful practices that integrate your mind, body, and spirit so that you can come home to your highest self and your truest identity. You are not broken, you are loved, and you can heal. My name is Amy Hoyt, and together with my sister, Lena, we will take you on a journey of healing and self-discovery. Hi, Lena and I are super excited because we decided to offer another workshop for our community. This is free. We've been getting a lot of questions about perfectionism and the exact definition of it, if it's linked to trauma and how to minimize it. So we thought we would give a free workshop on December 16th. It's going to be a lunch and learn type style. Go to mendingtrauma.com, sign up, and you'll be in for a free workshop. We'll see you there. Let's start out with um, what a trigger is. And we hear this word kind of bantied around a lot and a trigger is anything that's going to basically give you a reaction um, or make you not make, but have you react. And we, we like to think of it as the um, something that will take you out of the ability to think and feel at the same time. So our prefrontal cortex is where our executive functions are and our limbic brain is our protective part of our brain. It's there to keep us safe. It's one of the oldest parts of the brain. So when we are triggered, our prefrontal cortex goes offline and we're no longer able to be as logical or to think while we're feeling. So that's the basic definition of a trigger. We are wired for connection. And at this holiday time, we thought this would be an important thing to address because while we're wired for connection, we're also autonomous beings, we're autonomous souls and people, and we have agency. Yeah, and Elena and I have been talking a lot about this. There's this tension between being individuals and this desire to connect that our brain gives us. And so we're hoping to kind of work through some of those tensions tonight in a very constructive way. Okay, so we are wired for connection, as we said, and um, that makes holiday time very exciting, and it can also be fraught with some challenges and pitfalls. Um, If your subconscious mind believes that you can only connect when you agree with someone, especially in the climate we're living in, it can make get-togethers a battleground accidentally. And this is what we really want to avoid. Um, The brain, of course, not only are we wired for connection, the brain is so interesting, but we are also, um, the brain wants to resolve conflict but also keep us safe. So we have a lot of different things going on in the brain. Well, I think what's interesting is that um, we have this drive to resolve conflict, but most of us don't know how to resolve it in a way that is um, productive or peaceful. And so we, we come into our family situations or our loved one situations and we're wanting to feel close to people 
but connecting is really hard if we think that we have to all be on the same page and have the same viewpoints and opinions. Peace is often thought of as external. What I think is really interesting about peace is that we have um, become a world that relies on everything outside of us to bring us peace. And that is something that will always fail. If we are relying only on the external to bring us peace, then that means we have to have everybody and everything go in a way that we want. And that will not bring connection because when we are driving for um, things to turn out the way we are hoping for, we forget that other people are involved in this exchange or this world with us. So if, if we can see peace as an ability to act neutrally in spite of our differences, then we're allowing ourselves to have more peace internally as well as externally. And if we define peace merely as the absence of conflict, then there are going to be very few opportunities for peace. So we're not looking for an absence of conflict. What we're looking for is the ability to handle differences or conflict without going outside of our self-regulation, without getting too reactive. When we can see peace as all or nothing, that also gets in the way of the way we um, understand peace and the seeking of peace. When we are aware that peace can come despite anything that is happening around us, and I know that's a stretch, but it's really a, a very true concept, then we can enter situations with a desire for peace. And what that will do is it'll inform our decisions about how to respond to non-peaceful communication or situations, especially during the holiday times. Okay, so the holidays are fraught with expectations. And um, really, it's so interesting because I have my own expectation, right? So I like, I, I can be an idealist at times. So I have this Norman Rockwell image of the fire going and freshly baked goodies. And we're all going to show up in our matching sweaters and everyone's going to get along. It's going to be amazing. And there's not going to be any tension. And my kids are definitely not going to like be picky that night. It's going to be so good. So I have this picture of how it's going to go. And then Lena has a picture of how it's going to go. And her picture is going to be slightly different than mine. And then our parents have a different picture each. And so then we have all these people coming together with different expectations about what the evening or the event or the get together is going to be like. And obviously that can set us up for some disappointment. Do you want to say anything else about expectations, Lane? Well, um, I was reading recently a book by Anne Lamott. I love her writing. And she was, um, I think the book is called Hallelujah Anyway. And she was talking about how um, expectations are uh, planned resentments. So when we have expectations of things, we are not having flexible thinking. And so it's very easy for us to... Um, start developing resentments because they didn't wear the right sweater. Um, they didn't um, use the right China, that sort of thing. And so we all have expectations all the time. And if we can move into um, our engagement with others from a place of wanting to connect and temper our expectations 
that will be very helpful for us. And then we have more ability to stay in our own regulation and not become really distressed by external behavior. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to go deeper on this subject or any other subjects we've covered in the podcast, we are so excited to be launching our signature membership program at MendingTrauma.com. This is a trauma-informed mental health membership where we combine clinically effective practices, courses, and mentoring while putting you in the driver's seat. We teach you how to heal your trauma with the latest research combining mind, body, and spirit. We want to walk you through a healing journey while also empowering you. If you have felt this episode is helpful, we would absolutely love if you would go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your pods and give us a review. We'd also love it if you would share it with someone you think it might help. Tag us on social media at mendingtrauma.com or at Amy Hoyt PhD. We would love to reshare. And also, if there's anything we can do to help, we would love to hear from you. Email info at mendingtrauma.com. Give us your suggestions or topics you want to hear about. We would absolutely love to be of more service to you. We're so excited because we have so many good episodes coming up in season two, and we can't wait to go on this journey with you.